This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. <laughs> Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank goodness it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from... Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, can I pause for a moment? Yeah. Um, we had an urgent email from a fan who said, hello, Indy, because I just saw the Shaka. Wait, does this mean we're still recording now? Oh, yeah, we're recording. Okay, this is part of the show, baby. Okay. It says, hello, Indy. I sent you on. I see, I see you on Funniest Thing. I think it would look good when you... Do your hang loose Which waves. The, yeah, the shaka sign. If you had something floating above to swing at or on the top of your head, Disney, Star Wars, souvenir, dragon mane. Note, but not sunglasses from an admirer. How about the Trouble Studio sign? Oh, oh. baby. <laughs> so, uh, admirer, if you want to get any more clear, we're not quite sure what you mean about hanging on the head. So, if you want to get back to. Indy, with a little more detail, maybe we can make your dreams come true with with regards well, to that. May, well, because glasses sit on the head, so maybe like a maybe a nice a cornucopia of fruit like Carmen Ooh, Miranda. Ooh, that's a nice one. I like that. Yeah. See, that's why you're the creative end of this. So today's show is called "Yes I Can" with Lisa Schmidt from Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, Unity of Lansing. Have faith. When you absolutely have to land that plane, there will be a runway. Even if you can't see it sometimes, worry is just morbid expectancy. When we worry, we use our imagination against ourselves. We doubt ourselves. A simple yes I can is a powerful way to wake up and ignite a faithful attitude. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind each other and listeners that when we affirm the best and highest, things will unfold in better than expected ways as we move forward in life. That is so true. And during the second segment, miracle-minded Lisa Schmidt. Man, we've been waiting a while for her to arrive. She's here today, and she's going to get us all in alignment with our best life with today's reading, which is Affirm. Yes. So before we go too far, why don't you let everyone know how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club? We encourage people to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club, but you might already be a member. Yes. Let me let me let you know what we do here as members because it's really a non-member membership. Yeah, I'm wondering if I'm a member, so let's let's hear it. Well, we're a group of truth enthusiasts mm -hmm. who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and expect better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly, which I 
There's a set which it's reminding me of a, a slogan. Yes, I love slogans, and you're always good at turning these things around. In okay, so there's ways. a slogan you may or may not have heard. Um, I've heard it often. Yes. And it's, um, I'm going to pull it up. Oh, I, yeah. This The uh, only reason he's saying that because it's new to me, but he's heard it a bunch. Yeah, I've heard it a bunch. Sometimes I, uh, they go in one ear not and not every, the other with me. Yeah. Daryl's always good about clarifying so, these things. So the original slogan, it floats around in new thought circles, is love God and help others. Love like God if, and help others. Yeah, All if right, you want to boil simple. down, like, you know, being a member of the Funniest Thing Club, love God and help others. But for some reason, it didn't really, that doesn't really have oomph for me. Right. And I heard someone say that they switched it around. I can't get credit for this. Oh, you heard someone else say Yes, they switched it around to love others and help God. Wow. Now that is great because that puts, that gives me an intention instead of a healthy intention instead of thinking about tolerating. God, that's so good because God ex- resides in others as well yes. as ourselves. So when we're loving them, that's the only real way to help God because God is yeah. love. That well, makes and, so much sense. Or when I, because the other way it sounds vague to me love God and help others. Oh, I don't want to help others. But when I switch it to love others and help God, the intention to act as God's ambassador of love automatically the side effect is I'm loving others. It uh, gives me something to yeah, yeah, I love to, that. to push me forward, to we, move me through my it day. It also, um, the original one's inherently flawed because it's it's assuming that others and God are two separate things. Right? Yes. As if these other people might get in the way. You yeah, know? They might get in the way. Yeah, or something like that. But it, So I love that. That's a great flip. Or it also gives the feeling of there's this terrible, terrible uh, saying that some people refer to when they're talking about being of service, uh-huh. which I totally oh, disagree with. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely untrue, but you may have heard it. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, it's not service unless it's an inconvenience. Mm. Oh, that is, is such a lie. Is that, do you, did they talk to my mother? I, they, your mother might have. <laughs> of, I think she coined that phrase. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, mom. So, um, but because that's, that's not the truth because being of service is really using our talents yeah. that are inherent that make us feel good when we exercise our talents. You know, when we share the things we're good at, yes. it makes us feel really good. And that's the best way to be of service to others. Right. Because you think about if joy is the strength of the Lord. Yes. It doesn't say suffering is the strength of yeah. the Lord. Ugh. Ugh, no, joy. When, we're, when I'm joyful, when I'm teaching my students or doing the show or surfing, or eating McDonald's with, uh, with uh, Indy and Daryl before the show. So much joy, so much good happens. It's yes. amazing. We want to thank our Patreon folks out there who are contributing monthly through Patreon. Yes, because you really make it possible for us to continue to do this show. That's right. That's right. We just paid the landlord, a.k.a. Indy, today. Yeah. So and, thank you. And this actually helps this continue to go on, and we can bring in great guests like our yeah. guest today. and. Yeah, and then Indy's business is flourishing as a result. So everyone out there who is contributing to to Patreon is contributing to Indy's dream coming true and our dream and all the people that we get to have on the show and getting this great message out. 
It is truly wonderful. So thank you. Uh, Grace Deathridge had a question. She said, hi, Daryl and Ed. I'd like to move my monthly contribution up somewhere between the tier I am on and the next one. I can't see how to do that, though. Any ideas? Grace loves you. Well, we love you, too. We can look into it. I'm not really sure. Uh, we have had other contributors that said that they could just type in whatever number they wanted. Yes. But if you do know and you've done it, please let us know, and then we can pass that information. Yeah. Oh, Lisa Schmidt is raising her hand in, in the green room. Um, can we get a you to know, unmute yourself? Why don't you tell us about if you if you've done it? Maybe you could share now what happened. Yeah, well, when I did it, I was able to just highlight the number and type in my own number. Okay, great. So maybe that'll help Grace. Thank you very much. We'll pretend that that never happened, and Lisa's coming up in the second segment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so thank you all the Patreon folks. It's so amazing. Thank you, Lisa, too, for contributing. We appreciate you. Um, Thank you, listeners, who have been sending us stuff in the mail. Oh, we got great mail today. If you want to send us something to our P.O. box, which we get great joy and delight of going to the postal, as we call it. There's a P.O. box there. It is uh, postal. funniest thing. That's right. It's a great new way to go postal. Funniest thing, P.O. box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Then we always hop over to... Um, the one Culver building, formerly the Sony corporate offices. M yeah, MGM studio offices. If you're ever in Culver City, first of all, reach out to Daryl and Ed. We'll meet you there. Yes. But if you're not, if you're too scared to reach out to Daryl and Ed, try one Culver. There's a great coffee shop called Go Get 'Em Tiger. You could take your coffee. You're encouraged to take your coffee into the courtyard. It's so beautiful. It's a great meditative yeah. space. It's it's clean. It's like it's and it's heaven. What, there's so many floors. It's just a beautiful it's, space. It's big, open. It's voluminous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. We have a postcard from Lois Conklin, which also came out of our P.O. box, P.O. box, and it says, it has great art on the front. By the way, if you haven't tuned in on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel, like yes. the videos, comments. We had uh, some colorful comments this yeah. week on Johnny Franzese. Well, and if you want to, it's so easy. I was going to say, if you want to let your friends know about the show, it's so easy to share from YouTube yeah. or um, wherever you listen on podcasts, too. You just hit that little arrow yeah. button. It'll be easy to go, hey, these guys are crazy. Maybe you should try listening to them. Right. Crazy in a way that makes you feel good. Yeah. So uh, Lois Conklin said, Dear Daryl and Ed, we walk in the energy of harmony. We walk in the energy of love. We walk in the energy of faith. And that's from Silent Unity. Uh, I recently listened to Funniest Thing with Jerry Roberts and Jolly Roger was inspired again, realized it was six months ago that I found your program. Uh, I have listened every week since on YouTube. I'm also in the habit of doing art on postcards so I can send them out. What a great activity that I have done for many years. I try to get one off to, to you every two weeks. Love that you share them. Brings a smile to this grandma, musician, and correspondent. Love you too, Lois Conklin. And we appreciate those cards. I, I can't know. believe it's only been six months that um, Lois has been, um, what are you, corresponding with us? Because I feel like it's been forever. I know. We also got a great, well, here's a postcard from Kirky with a great quote. Is this the one yeah. I liked? I or think I like this one. Yes or no? I think I liked this one. This one says, the front, there's a picture. Yes, or tick one, yes or no. Since today's show is called Yes, I Can, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You get to choose, by the way, which one you check in your consciousness every time. Yeah. I realized today, all. I mean, it's this is nothing new, but I realized again this week based on something Daryl shared and something, but I realized every thought is either blessing. If, if every thought is a prayer, which we know is true. Yes. 
it's either a blessing or a curse. And you know by the way you feel. But there's no in-between. It's either blessing is a success or it's cursing and giving reasons why yeah. it cannot happen, right? Yeah. So that, that gave me pause to think. So uh, Kirky sent us a quote from Eric Butterworth, one of my favorite teachers, writers, uh, uh, speakers. He said, count your blessings. Consider what you have and ponder. What is this? Ponder how much you might strive for it if you did not have it. Then realize how truly fortunate you are. Stir up the attitude of gratitude, which is imperative to, to keep centered in the flow. So he says, count your blessings. Consider what you have and ponder how much you might strive for it if you didn't have it. That is great. It's the best because I was using that tool. When I got the card, I was reading that in the morning. I go, oh, my God. It just makes you go, thank you, God. Thank you. Because yeah. if I had to strive for right. everything I have in my life today, right. Even the, but then your mind goes, well, you did choose to get that place. And No, if I had to strive to get those things today, it would be overwhelming. 100%. So it really makes you become less complacent yeah. about what you have already right. when you think about how difficult would it be if I had to strive to get all this in my, you know, the relationship, 100%. my health, yeah. my home. The car, Big time. the friends, the opportunities, Big it's, time. it really makes you go, woo, boy, do I have a lot to be grateful yeah, for. Yeah, I mean, that's what's even transforming my job. I've been talking a lot about, you know, looking to the next thing I'm going to do, but I realized I never would get there by cursing it. I had to start appreciating those very things. I love how that, that fact that I have insurance for the whole family. I love the fact that I have you know the 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 pace of my day i'm done by 3 30 there's so much that yes. I, I love going to culver city yeah i love that being part of that community i love all of it so it's it's really transforming my experience so let's see here joan rose said hi daryl and ed i heard you say that you sometimes like the old truth books a little more than the current ones written me too I'm currently reading one of my aunt's collection of Unity and other New Thought books. She was a prayer chaplain for a divine science church and made her transition in her 90s many years ago. She was an inspiration to me. I'm only three chapters into the book and love it so much I ordered one for you guys. It's coming from Thrift Books and the title is Be Ye Prospered by Ruthanna Schenk. I have been in Unity all my life and never heard of her. Her explanations of truth principles are light and simple and to the point. You may already have this book, but it never hurts to have one to give away. I've been listening to you guys for several years and want you to know you have helped me so many times. Thank you. Love you guys. Joan. Well, the good news is, Joan, or bad news for us is we do not have that book already, but yeah. we are very excited we're going to be getting time. a copy, and you know we will be reading from it, and we will probably hear quotes from it in upcoming episodes. 100%. I can't wait. Um, Sue Hodgson sends us an email every day. She, her quote goes with today's show. It says, regardless of who or what seems to be hindering your good, begin now to praise and give thanks that God is in this place. Take the upper hand. Turn it all to good. Trust the goodness of God and his plan for you. And that's from Mary Cutferly. God will see you through. I love the clear and concise way. It's turn it all to good. Not like put some of it aside. You know, you can cope with that. It's turn it all to good. I, I love that. I can't cope with anything. I just give it all. <laughs> yeah. Emmett Fox style. All the great teachers that we love in the New Thought Movement say that. Uh, so without we, further ado, we got a great card. And we, I know I, I saved this for last because I know this, this is, is amazing. have a ripple effect of joy. So there it says it's from Janet Prince. Dear Daryl and Ed, I was asked to speak at Unity of Kawa. It says it. No, it says it there. Yeah, how do you say that? I think it's Kanawa. Kanawa. Yeah. 
Unity of Kanawha Valley last Sunday. It's in West Virginia. In my talk, I referenced Daryl's book, Break Out of Your Box. I hope that's okay. If you want to give a listen, the video is posted on their YouTube. And again, that's Unity of Kanawha, which is K-A-N-A-W-H-A Valley. Yes. Go to Unity of Kanawha Valley. January 15th, 2023 is when she gave the talk. Thank you for the inspiration, Janet Prince. And you did indeed go there. This talk, I highly recommend this talk. It goes perfect, it corresponds perfectly with today's episode and yes. today's, and we didn't plan this. I had no idea that postcard was coming. Right. I had no idea what, you know, watching her talk, what it was going to be on. Right. But it, it co- corresponds perfectly with our whole show today, and I'm sure our guests will, can relate as well. She gave a talk, and in her talk, she's talking about, it's a, it was on the burning bowl ceremony, which right. means we're going to release, and we did a mini burning bowl we here did. on an Several episode ago, of, yeah, yeah, where we just burned the- With Dakota Ledford. Yeah, with the Dakota, the thing that gets in our way, the one thing we want to release- Right. You know, whatever that defective part of ourself is, and we no longer- thinking. Whatever, yeah. Being risk averse, whatever it is, we burned it, we got rid of it. But she goes on to make it clear that this is nice to do it once a year, but it really is an ongoing way of life. Yes. And throughout our days, we're always releasing and encouraging, releasing things that no longer work and encouraging ourselves in the ways that do. Yes. And one of the books she brought up was- I'm going to hold it up, is Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And one of the ways she she talked about encouraging ourselves was when we read the Daily Word. Now, Louise Hay, what she was referencing was Louise Hay is the one who really back, this is probably original print, 1982. This was a Unity book at first, which I never knew until recently. My copy's from 86. Yes. And she encouraged what's called mirror work. And Ed and I have talked about it on shows. A Marine told me to start doing it. You know, it wasn't Louise Hay, but I got reassurance from reading the Louise Hay book. Right, right. And it's about looking at yourself in the mirror because all the information we got that got put in our subconscious was people we trusted looking into our eyes and telling us things. Right. And it wasn't always good. Right. But that's okay. Because we could turn that around by looking in the mirror and telling ourselves how much we love ourselves. Right. And she encouraged using the daily word. She uses the daily word. This is a great tool. The daily word affirmation. Every daily word. It doesn't have to be the daily word if you don't subscribe. This is a great way to use affirmations. Yeah. That you may not have heard before. She says... She takes it, and the affirmation of this one, which we're going to read a bit from today, is, I look forward to a sunny future. That's the affirmation at the top of the page. So she goes to her mirror, and I started doing this, Janet Prince, since I heard that, looks in the mirror and says, I look forward to a sunny future. Yes. Then she goes into the third person. Daryl looks forward to a A sunny sunny future. future. Yes. And then she... Tells herself, Daryl, look forward to a sunny future. Yes. You do that. First of all, if you've never done it before, some emotions are going to come up. But mm. they're very, it's almost like there's a like a child. It's a feeling of love. You feel like there's a child in there that hasn't heard these things. And it's like, oh, my God, you love me. Yes. It's, it, 
You know, that Marine who told me to do this, by the way, was a Marine Corps gunny sergeant. He said, you know, the hardest thing I ever did was to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself how much I love myself. Yeah, man. And then she went on to share um, a bit from my book. With, she saved it for the end to, close the, to close the talk. And, sh and it's a little bit that includes Mike Dugan, who wow. we've mentioned on the show. Yes, yes. But here's the irony. And I don't think Janet Prince knows. It was Mike Dugan who suggested I got this book. Oh, like wow. Like the, the Louise, hey, you can heal your life. Right. That same year. And the story in the book is about doing a morning routine that she closes her talk. You know that? Yeah. Getting up seven minutes earlier that she closed it with. Because if you can't wake up just seven minutes earlier to be kind and loving to yourself, right. there's nothing anyone can do to help you. Yeah, right. Because it's true. Because no one can get past the subconscious programming that starts to start up if we don't do something about our mind in the morning. I'm just amazed how much Louise Hay looked like Billy Idol back then. Well, that was the look back then. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> um, you know, this morning when I woke up, my resistance came up. Similar to you, I woke up at like 4 a.m. I went to bed kind of early, so... Um, and I didn't want to get almost, you know, I don't want to get up at 4 a.m., but my mind, I knew I wasn't going to fall asleep very soundly because my mind was, you know, constricting, going small and so I'm pulling and just negative. So I sat down eventually into the sofa to start my morning routine at that time and I meditated. And then I used, who was it that recommended the work? Someone, the Byron Katie stuff? Someone just messaged oh, us Oh, one of someone who wrote us. Yeah, last week someone messaged us about a message. Was it Grace Deathridge maybe? Yes, I believe yeah. it was. And I got to say, it was great. Because I, I did all my morning routine stuff and then I just felt inspired. I was like, what is? what are the thoughts that are really giving me this negative feeling? Yes. You know, like, so first I meditate, I kind of softened up, you know, I, I got into a more expansive state and then I just zeroed in on those thoughts and um, it's hard for me to even remember what they were, but it was something about like, things are never going to get better for me. I'm never going to, it was tied in both my job, but it was tied into, it started to ripple into everything, right? Things are never, things don't get better for me. Things are, I'm not going to get better because I was feeling some kind of health thing recently. But by looking at it and going through that process, well, how do you feel when you think that? Terrible. Terrible. It, it becomes very clear that the, the bad feelings are coming from thinking that thought. They're yes. not just me. They're coming from believing that. And then how would you feel you know, if you didn't? Or did, do you know that the – is that really true? And then it, thankfully I've been practicing you know, with, with everything we talk about and with the work lately, just doing this type of exercise. And it's like clear. It's like no – the only way, only time I feel that is when I think that thought. Yeah, it's but not it's, true. Not, it's not true. No, there's so much other truth. I've been, everything's been good. This is what it quickly moved into. Like, so how would you feel if you weren't thinking it? I feel great because everything is getting better. My job's getting better. My health's getting better. My uh, The show's getting better. Yes. Everything. So as I release that thought the, these around that, and then there are like three other thoughts associated with it, it quickly just transformed my energy into... Um, I quickly knew, yes, I can. And then from there, I started affirming. Because along with what you're saying with the um, looking yourself in the mirror and using these affirmations, it's like when I'm in meditation lately, I, I have to, it's almost, I have to affirm this outlandish good. Yes. I am handsome. I am healthy. I am tall. I'm an amazing surfer. I'm an amazing teacher. Whatever comes through my mind, I'm an amazing musician, this and that. But the thing is, these things are, turn out that they're true. 
they all turn out. At first, they feel outlandish to say it because of my beliefs in the past and maybe what people have said to me, maybe what people said yeah. it was okay for me to believe about myself. Oh my that's, goodness, that's egotistical. Yeah. That's this. But where I just, it's been amazing to affirm the divine truth about myself in my meditation and prayer time has been changing my life. And it's, and it's like you said, that it's letting the little kid in me have fun, affirming the most outlandish things I want to uh, you know, affirm and just watching how my, it's really helping me to let go of my self-will. Because I've had this little Weasley Swindler that, I mean, it, the Weasley Swindlers felt all oh, stressed and anxious. How am I ever going to get it done? I can't get it done, blah, blah, blah. But that's what God is for, is to get things done that, that I don't even know how they're going to get done. You've been a, such a huge proponent and teacher of this for so long, Daryl. And it's like I'm at a new place in like letting go and trusting, like get out there and just have fun and let, let's see how God gets it done. I can't believe you said that because this goes perfectly with this quote I read this morning from, I think it was like a 2016 Daily Word. Right. Because I'll tear out these good ones, like we highlight them and everything, they end up in a, as a bookmark somewhere and then yeah. they pop out at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this. This is something we got to remember. This isn't about worrying and, yes, I can does not mean, okay, yes, I can. So now I'm going to start scheming. Right. And striving. No, no, no. That's not what it means. It means, yes, I can, means I can drop all these beliefs I formerly had yeah. that it's not possible for me. Right. And it's then, like with God, yes, I can. Yeah. With and the it, truth of my being. Yeah. And trust in this. And, mm -hmm. and this is a quote from H. Emily Cady. Listen to this. I love, I love this. I'm going to read the whole quote and I'm going to emphasize the part I really love. Desire is desire in the heart is always God tapping at the door of your consciousness. Mm -hmm. The thing you desire is not only for you, but has already been started toward you out of the heart of God. The thing you desire is not only for you, but has already been started toward you. And that made me think, wait a minute, this is such good news. You know, this is like the good you seek is seeking you. But then it, it made me realize, because... You know, when these thoughts start coming out, I go, wait a minute. And I wrote this down after my meditation. A yes, I can intention, because that's what yes, I can is. It's an intention. Right. So yes. I, I wrote, a yes, I can intention simply means to not allow my critical mind to discourage me. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the key, folks. The love I feel in my desire, that means when I think about the thing I yes. desire... That's always there. That's right. And it is only temporarily put on pause while my critical mind is discouraging me. Yeah. Unfortunately, many people go for a long time with that on pause. Yeah, you go your whole life. However, if I simply return to loving my desire, I don't have to worry about getting this other stuff. If I just simply return to loving my desire, whatever that desire is, it could be a short-term desire, yeah. you know, the healthier, healthier lifestyle, right, whatever right. that desire, it's drawing power and it's attracting power returns. And remember, you, you said it recently, uh, this lit desire literally means of the father. Yeah. So whenever, how could that, something that's of the father be bad or something to be pushed away or ignored? Uh, uh, well, the li word literally means of the father. Well, I'll tell you how, because it, the, our desires seem so insanely beyond right. where we are at that moment yes that we start telling ourselves 
oh, well, this can't, this definitely can't be God's will for me. This is impossible. You right. know, I need to do something practical. Yeah. I need to do something reasonable. Right. But that's putting the desire on pause. But that's good news because the desire is always coming. That's right. And if you just fall back in love and forget about the how, yeah. forget about the striving and the scheming, you will be guided to the next right thing. Yes. And it's all cultural programming that's that has made us believe that these things are outlandish. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If we live fully in 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 the flow, when we live fully in the flow, that of course it's not there's no way I can do it like with my little self-will and by manipulating people and things, but that each one of us is a vessel, is a well of good that wants to be expressed and is here to bring that inspiration to first through feeling it ourselves and then sharing that with others. And when we're carrying that in our heart, we can't help but share it with others. We do it automatically. People are transformed by our very presence. All the great teachers say this. When we are carrying this in our heart, we are going to be a transforming agent in our world and we don't have to say anything. And just our presence in the room. Before we go to the break, will you share, do you think we have time to share the nudge thing? Or oh, yeah. Think- we got to share that. This okay. is quick. So uh, I'm glad you brought this up. So one of the things, the main obstacle for our, um, that gets in the way of our good. Yes. Is, is judging others. I'm going to read this quote and then we're going to tell this and it's very short, but. There's two quotes here. This this puts the pause on our desire, folks. Right, so we've right. got to watch out for this. One of these is very common. I don't judge people, but listen to this quote. Maybe you do. Self-importance is our greatest enemy. Think about it. What weakens us is, a, is feeling offended by the deeds and misdeeds of our fellow men. Our self-importance requires that we spend most of our lives offended by someone. Right. And that's by Carlos Castaneda. But that made me, when I saw this other quote, make it clear. Yeah, I love this. You know, the word judge, and I read this quote, and here's the quote. It's by a Frenchman who wrote a famous children's book. I forgot the name of it. Little right? Prince. The, the, the Little Prince. Prince, yes. The Petit Prince. And it, here's his quote. It is much more difficult to judge oneself than to judge others. If you succeed in judging yourself rightly... Then you are indeed a person of wisdom. And Ed knows how to say that. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Yes, he studied French. So I'm looking at that and I go, wait a minute. Judging is nudging. Yes, that's what I want to hear. Judging is nudging. Yes. When I'm judging myself, I'm nudging myself either in a bad direction or a good direction. So now... If you look at this, replace the word judge with nudge wherever you read it. Let's just read that quote again and watch how much oomph it has. Yes. It is much more difficult to nudge oneself than to nudge others. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. I could tell you how to do this. I know what's best for you. But am I going to encourage myself to do the thing that I know I ought to do? Right. If you succeed in nudging yourself rightly then you are indeed a person of wisdom. And the wisdom is knowing that when I encourage myself, which is nudging myself rightly, 
that's when we're going to succeed. Yeah, nudging yourself by saying things like, yes, I can. Yes, you can. Don't worry. I know you're afraid now. You might yeah. not even be feeling it now, but trust me, God is working on your behalf. Yes. Just show up. Don't worry. Let go. By letting go, your good is going to come. Don't worry you. about how just, just to bring it about. Just bless the others. Elaine Sullivan on Facebook uh, watched God is in you is coming through and said, thank you for another ter- terrific message. Uh, thank you, uh, Je- Jeff Comfort, chief engineer out in Kansas City, Kansas, each week. Daryl swallows, and we each <laughs> week. Water. Jeff Comfort takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah, chief engineer out here, Chobo Studios, Indy Fawcett. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. I'm on fire. Love great. it. And we're all, we're so close to 400 subscribers on YouTube. We're 26 away. If you're not subscribed, hop over there. YouTube.com forward slash at funniest thing. Brilliant, podcast. man. And if you want to come to Chobo Studios to record, ChoboStudios.com. Yes. If you want Indy to chop up your reels, your shorts, all that stuff for social media, PodShuttle.io. Chop thank up my shorts? Chop up my shorts? Yeah, like Daisy Dukes. <laughs> oh, okay. I do like that. said of Daisy Dukes. <laughs> do you want to do the breaths on the other side? Or no, we can do them. We can do them. Okay. So why don't you, we're going to breathe, then we're going to go to the break. Let's do this. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Daryl's going to kick it off. Okay. I've had enough. No, you can't. I'm changing to yes, I can. I've I've had enough. No, you can't. I'm changing to yes, I can. I've had had enough. enough, No, no, you you can't. can't. I'm changing to yes, I can. I think we've all had enough. No, you can't. Let's change to yes, I can. Coming up next, miracle-minded Lisa Schmidt gets us all in alignment with our best life with today's reading, which is affirmed. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl Ed, live from Chobo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, we made it to the second segment of today's episode, Yes, I Can, with our guest, Lisa, Lisa Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah, let's um, actually, Lisa, why don't you come on in? How are you all the way from Lansing, Michigan? Are you living in Lansing? I do live in Lansing, yes. It's a nice sunny day today. Sunny February day. <laughs> right. Cold, but it's sunny. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Take <laughs> what we can get. You told me that the correction is it's called Uni- Unity Spiritual Center of Lansing is where you attend. Unity Lans- yep. UnityLansing.org, is that what it is? Or Unity of Lansing? Un- UnityLansing.org. Okay, so you can check them out. Um, I just want to read you a quick Unity paragraph before we get to talking it's from eric butterworth celebrate yourself one of my favorite books he says 
Though you have been struggling to achieve or acquire something, within yourself, you already have it. That's why the yes, I can works. It's already there. You just got to let it out. Yeah. Stop trying to get it and just let it. Relax, let go of tension, stress, and strain. Know your oneness in God. Feel the life, substance, and intelligence of God streaming into you from all sides. Dwell in the glorious feeling that the universe is involved in you as nature is in a flower. It is the ceaseless longing of the creator to fulfill its divine pattern of the Christ in and as you. Take heart. The whole universe is on your side. You can achieve. You can succeed. You can overcome. This is what the Bible says. This is what Jesus is all about. You know, that pa- that reading is excellent because it reminds me of an episode we did, which helps me, which is... Stop trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Just let it and forget, forget it. it. Yeah. So, all right. So, what do you got going through your mind after having listened to us go on and on? Lisa, how are you feeling? What, what are you thinking about right now? <laughs> well, you know, I, when I received uh, your notification that this was about say yes, the, and I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you know, you got to guide me here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Right. And the, the what popped into my head really was um, I had to learn to say yes. And what, and there there was a time when we had a guest speaker at, at our unity and the lady was talking about saying yes to life. Mm. And when I got home that day, I actually wrote myself a yes sign and put it on my wall. <laughs> I took my crayons. I took my crayons out and I made big yes and I signed it and dated it, and I said, I now say yes to life because I, my life was just, I, I don't know. I, it just wasn't good <laughs> at that point. Right. And um, so I, and I, I did a lot of spiritual work, and I realized that, you know, unworthiness was my thing. I really had to overcome unworthiness. I mean, there was one day, um, I mean, you talk about spirit working, right? Um, there was one day when I was walking out of work, and I had a... I, I was pushing a cart with a whole bunch of stuff on this cart. And this man kept asking me to help if I needed help. And I kept saying, oh, no, no, no. Because I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother anybody. You know, it's like, I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to bother anybody. You know, because I felt unworthy of intruding upon people, you know. Right. So um, he kept saying, he kept eyeing me as I was pushing this cart towards my car. And he kept eyeing me, he kept saying, please let me help you. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. All of a sudden this big wind came up and blew one of the boxes off and the lid fell off and the contents fell all over. And this man looked at me and he said, when somebody asks you, when somebody offers your help, you really should take it. (laughs) You know, that was like a big, huge lesson to me. It just was like, oh man. And, you know, it, it was like, you know, spirit kept throwing things in my way like that. Right. Um, just to get rid of my unworthiness. And there, there was a whole bunch of uh, facets to that. And I was kind of laughing when you were talking about the Louise Hay book, because I'm on my second copy of that Louise Hay book. I, mm. I wore that first one out. And again, it was, it was spirit. Um, I went to find another copy of that book. I went to our library used bookstore and um, the copy that I found when I first moved to Lansing, there was a lady that was very helpful to me, and I hadn't seen her in a really long time. And when I bought this book and brought it home, and it, right in the in the, <laughs> the very front page, it was her book. She wrote her name in the in the book. Wow. And, <laughs> 
boy, this woman is still helping me. Yes. You know, wow. <laughs> her book that she gave away. It just happened to land in my hands. But, you know, so, um, but I did that, that mirror exercise and it is really funny, you know, to, to stand in front of that mirror and to tell yourself that you love yourself yeah. <laughs> when, you know, you really haven't gotten that message your whole entire life. It's like, oh man, but I can do it now. No problem. And it's wonderful yeah. to be able to look yourself in the eye and, and tell yourself that you love yourself. And that, that was very helpful to me. Yeah. It, yeah. You know. I kind of drifted away from consciously doing that. And I just started consciously doing it and got another little kickstart from that talk from Janet Prince. Right. And, but something you said, Ray woke my little brain up when you said how the man kept asking you, do you need help? And yeah, I don't think you're unique in that. I, I fall into that a lot. Like, I don't want to bother anyone. I'll just do it. You know, or if people ask, offer, no, 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 it's okay. And you know what the truth is? Whenever I say, no, 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 it's okay, if I'm honest, it doesn't feel good to do that. Even when someone offers to give me money, I go, no, no, no. It's okay. It's like, ugh. I mean, unless, of course, I offered to do it generously. To, but if someone, I just did it and someone offers and I go, no, no, no. It really is unworthiness. But I was thinking, how could, what could help me in this way of thinking to get over trying to combat unworthiness, say yes, and feel good about it? And it hit me when you were telling that story because I thought about the box blowing and the man and him, what he said. I go, you know, when these people are saying... Do you need help with that? It's not that person saying, do you want help with that or may I help you? It's actually God talking to us through that person. Yeah. And I started thinking, if I change it to that consciously, right, it's going to yeah. make it so much easier for me to accept the generosity of people, even when it comes to yeah. if I did something. And this happens a lot if you're an artist, you know, because you draw a thing, well, whatever it is, if you, something comes naturally to you and you enjoy doing it, the bad habit is to think, you don't have to pay me. For, you know, no, it's okay, because it came easy, it was fun, but that's not healthy. If it comes easy and it's fun, that means it's your, li it's your livelihood, it's that desire, and you're sharing your talent. So that's where I have the hardest time when people are being generous, but now, just from this show, you never know when this stuff is going to hit you. You know, just hearing you say, I am going to consciously go, no, that's God saying, here, Daryl. Yeah. Through, and to top it off, whenever someone says no, no, no to me when I'm being generous, I got to remember I'm denying that person to allow that love to flow through them. Because when people do that to me, it feels a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when they go... No, 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 you don't have to give me any money. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's like this weird, uncomfortable yeah. moment where they say, no, 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 don't help. You know, I mean, I'm glad I don't have New Jersey Tourette's anymore because I would hear my dad in my head. So, <laughs> I don't, okay, I'm going to tell something funny. When you were telling that story and this stuff blew off, just be grateful that people in the Midwest are so loving and friendly. Because if that <laughs> happened in New Jersey right. and uh, oh, God. the box blew off after my dad had been offering to help you, the thing I would hear him say, he would turn to me and goes, eh, serves her right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So I'm glad he didn't say that. Well, he kind of did in his own way. 
He didn't say. <laughs> but it was. But it also was a positive lesson. He didn't say it in a nat- like my father would say it in such right. a way you wouldn't learn no, the no, lesson. I get it. You just want to crawl into a hole and yeah. never see that guy again. But when you think about what your dad was saying, aside from the punch and the, <laughs> the kidneys that he was giving you, he's saying kind of saying the same thing, right? Like you deny the help. That's what's gonna happen, right? Serves it always serves you the serves you correctly based on what we put out. I mean, it really does spoil the party when we don't allow the joy to come in. And the other thing that I thought about when Lisa shared is the good news about any situation where I feel like I, the help isn't there, the support isn't there, is the reason I've been experiencing that is because I've been running away from it. I haven't when I slow everything down. And just really look around and receive the help. Like the perfect example, the other day I was tired at work and I go to the nuns chapel at my 1030 break every day lately. And I get to see Sister Irma. She always has the door ready, open for me. Laughing, positive. Yeah, she's so sweet. No rulers. They call me the priest over there when I come in because I work, you know, I minister to the kids down the street, which is always a huge compliment. And, um... But I just wasn't sure what to do that day. It was Wednesday. I'd done the thing I wanted to do that was time-sensitive at work. And I had a little bit of free time. And then so all day, I'm like, I couldn't find the help. I couldn't find the good. And then Daryl called. And, you know, Daryl, this is what this is how it's easy to overlook the things that are the way God is providing the help. Because, ah, oh, that's just Daryl. We talk every day. But Daryl said... Why don't you go? Is oh, it's t- it's Wednesday. Why aren't you going to Science of Mind in Redondo Beach because they have an 11 a.m. service and it was 10:30, and I looked at my phone, and I looked how long it would take 29 minutes, and it was like 10:29 right now. So I had the perfect amount of time to get there, and somehow I was dumb enough to listen to him and <laughs> get in my car and go joyful, and just get in and listen. And the whole time I'm going, I hope this helps me find the help I'm looking for. And <laughs> then I was like, then when we hung up, I was like, wait, that was the help I was looking for. I thought it was going to look different. I thought it was going to be me coming up with some big inspired idea. But the help came in terms of Daryl going, why don't you go to that thing? And I almost, but it was just so funny how I'm going, where's the help going to come? I guess I'll do what Daryl says. You know, and I'm like, I sure hope the help arrives. Yeah. <laughs> and that trip transformed my whole consciousness. And then I did find the answers from within while I I don't even know what they talked about that much as much as me sitting yeah. in that space where Reverend Ike spoke and a lot of other great truth teachers spoke and someone gave a truth talk and I just let the, the my inner yes I can bubble back up and I was like a new man by the time I returned to campus. Amazing. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. no. We're looking forward to yeah, hearing we, from we, you now because uh, we babble every week. Well, you know, when I when I started learning about uh, the Course in Miracles, how I mean, everything in there just tells you how loved you are and right. how you deserve nothing but the best. And we're the ones that hold ourselves back. We're the yeah. ones that that we are so unworthy. Yeah. Uh, for whatever for whatever reason, we're the ones that refuse to do it. And um. You know, I mean, one of the things that we joke about in our class is that the <laughs> the book is so thick because, you know, we expect things to be difficult when the message is so simple. Yeah, that's the best way. And after, and after you've done the course for a few years, you kind of realize that 
it's the same message over and over and over right. and over again, just stated in many different ways yes. because we all think in different ways and we all learn in different ways. And so we need this big, thick, fat book in the hopes that something's going to stick to somebody right. <laughs> and the light bulb's going to turn on and say, wow, you know, God really loves me and I don't need to, you know, right. be unhappy and I don't need to feel unworthy because... Because I'm not, you know, I yes. just, you know, it's, it's there. I think there's a Bible passage, a scripture that's, um, it's God goods. It's God's good will to give us his kingdom or something. Yes. Like but, um, I swear I wrote it down, but I can't find it now. But, you know, in another pass, the uh, course of miracles in lesson 107, it's nothing that is unworthy of God is worthy of you. So wow. if, it's un, if it's unworthy of God, it's unworthy of you. That's beautiful. You know, so, yeah. So if anybody wants to get started on the course, you know, they just need to go to ACIM.org and the book is out there. And, you know, and another amazing story is how my book came to me, my blue book from <laughs> yes. this is, um, the foundation, the foundation for inner peace uh, version. And that's what's on ACIM.org. But, um, and when I started going to the Course of Miracles, I was a cheap. I, well, I still am a cheapskate. I I don't spend much money on anything, and I refused to spend thirty two dollars for the book. And the the church that was having the class, you know, they had books, um, but the teacher wanted us to be using this particular one um, from the Foundation for Inner Peace, and I I just didn't want to spend the money. And I told God, I says, you know what? If this is where you want me to be, if this is where I need to be you need to provide me the book. I just, I just let it go. And the next week my teacher came in and he gave me his book and he said, I just bought a new one. You can have my old one. Wow. <laughs> you know that? And I said, okay, I guess this is where I need to be. You know what so. that proves? <laughs> you may be cheap, but God isn't. You know, it's like, it, yeah. put it out there. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> No, I, there's so many beautiful passages in there telling you how special that you are, you know? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we really are the ones that make it complicated. That's why the two of us like reading from so many different books, because we'll both admit they're all saying the same thing. Yeah. That's the good news. But there's something about hearing it, especially if you've been reading them for as many years as we have. Right. If it's the same old book, you start to it's you know it's like if you drive the same way to work every day, you start not nothing is surprising anymore. It just becomes you become complacent to your right, surroundings. Right. And if you read the same, and I have the same philosophy, I I've come to see in myself. If I read the same book over and over and over, or if I'm only reading the one book, right, um, or the one like. The Course in Miracles, like you say, presents it so many different ways. It's like reading 400 different books. But that's the best thing because when I shift books, what happens is, first of all, I see it the same thing in a new way, and it wait, I'm, I'm actually growing more because right. now another layer of me is – yeah is been peeled away right and i have this new renewed enthusiasm and going wow i can't believe i never looked at it this way before just like hearing you talk about the guy offering help and seeing that i gotta remind myself that that's god asking me if i want help if 
You know, if God really came and I said, no, I'd be a fool, but he is in these in the incarnations of these people. And then, but these other books, what happens is when I go read one of the books I haven't read in a while, which I'm doing with Louise Hay now again, because um, Janet, Prince. Janet Prince brought it up. I'm like, oh my God, look, this is in here. It's crazy. This right. is amazing stuff. Yeah, you know, there was a time in my life like you where I was reading that all the time and now I'm seeing it new. It's familiar, but it's it's familiar, but it's new again. Yeah. It's incredible. That's life right there. When we look at when we like Charles Fillmore said, when we spiritualize our consciousness by connecting directly with that divine divinity within ourselves. We spiritualize our consciousness, and even so, they, the, everything that was familiar is still familiar, but it's brand new at the same time. I was, I keep thinking about you, Lisa, because you have been chosen to teach this this stuff. So I feel like I kind of I intuitively sense there's still some reluctance to you being aware of how great of a teacher you are and that you have been divinely ordained to do this because, and I think some of the greatest teachers I know are the most reluctant, like the people who are just, they have this weird mix of, I want to be in front of the camera. So like that kind of interacts with the teaching and it's not my cup of tea, but when someone is called to it, the way you are called to it from within you, and then you're using it on yourself to apply it to your own reluctance, to allow it to come through, that is a gift to everyone you're going to meet. You know, the, I was thinking about the way you're talking about different books and different authors. Yeah. We're all these unique prisms of light on this planet. The same yeah. divine light is pouring through each one of us, but it's, it, it refracts differently and in beautiful ways. There is no God without us to come through. Different. So when I, we read different voices, even if I, like I'm reading that Dr. Houston book that we got up in the Union of Sun, Yes. It feels like it could be someone else I've already read, but... There's something unique about yes, reading yes. someone new sharing the same darn stuff yeah. over and over again. And um, so you are a unique vessel for this stuff to come through. How has the teaching been going for you? Because I know that's been a way you were called to teach, and now you've been teaching more. So how's that feeling for you? Well, I mean, it seems like the more you teach, the more you learn. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, I've only been doing it since uh, – yeah, like mid November ish and with the holidays and everything, I haven't gotten too far into the teaching, but um, we got a really good group. Uh, you know, a lot of people that have been in the course for several years. And so we get good discussions going and I can learn from them as I have been the last several years. And um, so I just consider myself a facilitator more than anything at this point. Right. Um, but I feel that the people who are newer to the course, I can certainly share you know, what I've learned and what I know. And I can, yeah. and I amaze myself sometimes when I just quote stuff and <laughs> it's like, Oh, where did that come from? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, that's great. yeah, you know, and I, I think it has, um, you know, going back to the unworthiness thing, it, it's like one of the things that I learned in the course is that, you know, you got to examine your thoughts. And for me, I had to learn how to catch myself when I'm in those negative, when I start starting that negative self-talk. Yeah. It's it. You, you really have to train yourself to catch yourself doing that. Yes. And then you have to tell yourself, okay, stop. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. You're not, you know, replace that thought with something more positive. And, um, that's, that's one of the things that, that I've definitely learned being a, a course student <laughs> Right. and I'm trying to, trying to help people, 
think of, you know, as they go through their day as well, you know. But yeah, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful experience because I'm finding that um, I can, when I'm quiet now, I'm definitely more open-minded. Um, I'm, I'm constantly asking myself, okay, am I listening? Am I listening to the Holy Spirit right now? <laughs> or am I listening to my human self? You know, because <laughs> there, there are times when we think we have to, um, yeah, and you guys alluded to this earlier, when you have a problem and you get in your own way trying trying to solve that problem because you think you know the answer. You think if you go and do this, that's going to resolve it. Or if you call this person, they're going to help you or, you know, whatever. But actually, that's you solving it. That's not inviting God in to solve it. Right. So, you know, if you get quiet and, and listen, you know, um, there was <laughs> – this is kind of a funny story. I was on, I had taken a city bus one day and um, there was a man on the bus that was being very verbally, not necessarily abusive, but he was just kind of yelling at the bus driver. And, um, and I said, I said, I just stopped because I was about to say something to this guy and I stopped myself and I said, Holy spirit, what I want to say to this man right now is not going to be nice. I need you to work through me and <laughs> help me because he was not being nice to the bus driver. And um, all of a sudden, in the middle of this man saying something, I just looked at him and I said, sir, there's enough hatred and anger in the world today. Do you really want to contribute to it? Mm. And he and he looked at me and I, I thought to myself, oh, my God, where would that come from? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he said, well, you don't understand. I'm, you know, this, that and the other thing. And, and I just I held my hand up and I said, stop, stop. <laughs> and and he did. He kind of grumbled to himself wow. and he stopped. And not five minutes later, he got up and he went and he apologized to the bus driver. Wow. And it's like, you know, if I hadn't of stopped myself and asked for the intervention from that, from the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I might have said something that might not have been. Yeah. You know, I might have added fuel to the fire or I might have just kept to myself and, you know, let that right. <laughs> interaction continue but um beautiful yeah you know so it, it's just quiet quiet yourself and be a little more open-minded to spirit working through you um and you know you you always know if it's the holy spirit or if it's ego talking to you so right. there's never a question there <laughs> right right and sometimes but, our ego gets the right nudge but then we try to do it on our own without first letting this holy spirit in to guide what the action is that we take so like as i've been using that as well since we've been getting the uh more into the course lately daryl and i both and um that moment where you ask the holy spirit to come in i've been using that so much and it's it's really helpful and when you're talking one thing i realized that's what fear does in all of us it's yelling at the bus driver not letting the bus driver go where the bus driver knows he needs to go. We have a little voice inside that's going, ah, what are you, an idiot? You know, like, we can't go there. And the bus driver's trying to go, I know where we're going. Trust me, Ed, just relax. The, everything, this is a great day. We have it planned. Ah, you know, like, the fear is delusional, right? And it made me think something that goes along with the course as well, which is at the end of the day, the fear is completely fictitious. All of the upsetment. All of the uh -huh. things it wants to do to solve it, all of the things it thinks is slight, all the things I think have slighted me. If I get into a divine place, 
it dissolves. It does not even exist. As much like I, I've been getting better and better because there's a certain times of day where I feel like tired or hungry, where I'm like more prone to really bite on that hook and let people know why it's the district that's to blame. But and now I feel it coming, and I just go, no, I gotta let that pass. Wow. That is just gonna get me stuck. I'll ask the Holy Spirit to come in to clear my mind. I'll get something to eat. I'll just close my eyes in the car instead of doing that. I'll, I'll catch myself to not say that one more little thing I might want to say to my wife to justify why I feel like, you know, I can just let it go. Isn't that interesting that at the end of the day, the fears are totally without merit? Well, that's nudging yourself rightly. Yeah. Like we read in the beginning, like. That really made sense to me. And now just hearing that story, it's really what we choose to do throughout our day by our little judgments. Yeah. But it's key what you said, um, Lisa. That is the key, that the gift that we've been given. We do have the gift of choice. And the greatest choice is to choose which thoughts I'm allowing to guide my consciousness. Right. And it really proves that there's a me of me, a me of me that's greater than my mind, meaning my brain, it makes it clear that my brain is just like my hand. I tell my hand what to do, but it's not me. And just like our mind, it's a tool that I, the real me, the eternal me, gets to use because if it wasn't true, I wouldn't be able to be able to see above and judge each thought. I would just think and do. Like right. that's the yeah. that's the greatest gift. I don't always choose wisely, but I learn every time I choose whether it's wrongly or wisely. And the key though is like you said, to watch our thoughts, be able to pause. Pay attention to how they feel. Feel how they feel and ask for guidance. Right. It yeah. really is magic. Sometimes I have to break the addiction of that ego. I mean, that adrenaline high I get from feeling bad. Oh, that yeah. is not feeling good at all, but it feels like it is because compared to feeling desperate or despondent, it feels like, oh, at least I'm doing something. But learning to really just keep choosing and, and inviting spirit in is the key. Oh, yeah, we have a daily word for you, Lisa. Do you have the oh, daily yeah. word? I sure do. Yeah, so let's hear that because time's flying along as yep. always on this bus. But <laughs> I love that that image though of my own inner that inner guy yelling at the bus driver within me is really helpful because yeah. and then being able to be the Lisa who says stop, <laughs> like <laughs> you just that whole thing was like an outpicturing of everything you described. You talked about saying it to yourself. Yeah, you did the same thing. The whole thing is great. I'm going to use that metaphor. All right. <laughs> All right, so the daily word, it was from, oh, you want to put, say the date? It was Tuesday, January 31st. Yep, January 31st, 2023. Okay. I am ready, willing, and able to do all that is mine to do. When I affirm the best and highest things will unfold as I move forward in life, I am connecting with the unlimited potential of the presence of God within and making it my focus. I might speak affirmations aloud, write them down, or post them prominently so I will see them often. A simple yes, I can, is a powerful way to keep a positive attitude. From today forward, I speak heartfelt affirmations of my strength, power, willingness to grow, and possibilities that come with accepting any situation I face. The presence of God within me is far more powerful than any earthly challenge. 
I am ready, willing, and able to walk through anything. Yes, I can, and yes, I will. And from Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you the great hidden things that you have not known. You know, one of the affirmations I got from uh, Louise Hay was, it's okay to make noise. <laughs> yeah. Because I was always a very, when I was, I mean, I still am, you, you can probably tell. I'm just a very exuberant, joyful and I was always really loud. I always wanted to play. I never took anything seriously. I would laugh. I got a really loud laugh. And, you know, I would always oft, I would very often hear, you're too loud. You're too loud. You're having too much fun. You know, whatever. <laughs> right. And um, so when I found that affirmation that it's okay to make noise, I was like, yeah, you can make noise. It's okay for me to make noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love the joyful, exuberant Lisa, man. More, yes. more, more. That's what we want out of that. You know, the... Uh, <laughs> The, the, there was one time. Oh yeah, one, go ahead. There one one quick quick thing. There was oh, one no, time when time. Uh, somebody said something at work, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious, and I couldn't stop laughing. And somebody looked at me and said it wasn't that funny, and I said, well, maybe not in your reality. <laughs> yes, that's genius. You know, I that and, I wanted to share this one thing that occurred to me. We were listening to uh, William Shatner has a new book called Go Boldly Go. Boldly Go. Boldly Go. And it's really all about being aware of how the universe is always supporting you. He's 90 over, what is he, he's 91? 90, he's 92 now. 92. And, and the whole book he talks about it is about recognizing and becoming aware that the universe is always on your side and moving you forward. Yeah. And, um, and to say yes to it. To say yes to it. And I was driving into the parking lot and I, uh, and I was talking to Daryl and Steve, I think right after this, and I realized that many of us got the saying wrong. From Star Trek, because when Captain Kirk was in trouble, what did he always say to Scotty? Beam me up, Scotty. Right. And unfortunately, many of us got confused, and we thought he said, beat me up, Scotty. Oh, Yeah, when we get in trouble, we tend to think, I deserve to be beaten. That's right. We beat ourselves up. And you, like Captain Kirk got himself in these binds. We gotta beam. We gotta say, "Beam me up, Scotty!" Higher elevation. Yes. We not. We've gotten so convinced that we're doing something wrong, that we're not okay. It's not okay to be loud. All of those things where we've learned to beat ourselves up, man. But we need to realize that the mothership. All we gotta do is ask the Holy Spirit to beam us up. And beam me up to a higher way of looking at this. Yes. Yeah, so that was one thing. The other thing I want to share is that this title came. I was sitting on the sofa on. Uh, maybe whenever this this oh I was reading it on Monday night, and um, I had texted someone earlier a question or something, and I read this, and I saw Yes I Can in the Daily Word, and I was like that could be a title. Daryl loves that song Yes I Can, and so right when and I was meditating, and I was like I think I told. No, no, I was sitting there thinking, this could be the title, and then right then I looked down on my phone, and someone had just texted me Yes I Can. That was the exact text that came in at that very moment. I was thinking that, yes, I can, could be the title for the show. So I knew that this had to be the title. Anything else to no, share? No, we got a story to tell Lisa Schmidt about when she was six years old that I'm not even sure she remembers. <laughs> That's right. Lisa Schmidt, by the way, do you have anything else you want to share before we tell this great story and wrap up the episode? No, I just had a, I had a blast. I listen to you guys all the time, every week at work, you know, when I'm processing my work and I have my little earbuds in and I'm listening to you guys and I'm I laugh and the guy next to me is like what what are you doing over there <laughs> yeah that's fabulous 
Thank you. That's I'm like they're having too much fun. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. So thank you for letting me do that. Oh. You are welcome, man. Thank you for coming on. Yes. I was thinking to use my tool, the Beam Me Up tool. If you find yourself beating yourself up, just grab your cell phone because now we basically are Captain Kirk and say, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. To get yourself out of the <laughs> self. Because the other thing about telling ourselves to stop thinking, we got to be careful that we don't start beating ourselves up over our thinking either. No, this is all about no. firm, loving parent. Yeah. Firm and loving well, parent. Yeah, and understanding that the mind is a tool. It's not me. Makes it easier to yeah. not beat myself up. If I have these thoughts, oh, there's my mind. Right. I got to tell it to go in this direction now. Right. Otherwise, we're... we're, we're it's like we're the angry parent who's like, this damn thing's not working. And we start yeah. beating and breaking it. No. And everyone's uncomfortable. And yeah, so be a firm and loving parent. Okay, here's the story, Lisa. Thanks again for coming on. Lisa Smith was always very insightful. One day during her Sunday school class, little six-year-old Lisa listened yep. intently yes. as her teacher, Miss Sunshine, shared about the miracle of Jesus being born to Mary and Joseph. What a miracle. Miss Sunshine referred to, Jesus, referred to Jesus as the Lamb of God. Little Lisa raised her hand enthusiastically until her teacher called on her. Yes, Lisa, do you have a question? Lisa smiled wide and replied, Yes. If Mary gave birth to Jesus, and Jesus is the Lamb of God, did Mary have a little lamb? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a double miracle. Our guest actually knew it was a joke and laughed at it. Yes. That wow. Is... Incredible. Wait, look who's coming in. Jack Jones. Hey, guys. You going to sing us out, buddy? Yeah, I actually put the original lyrics back in. Okay, you mean the, 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 the song you had actually had a little bit slightly different lyrics? Yeah, I was inspired by your show. Would you like to hear the original lyrics? Let's, let's do it. Let's sing along. Let's take us out of here. Yesterday they said, Daryl and Ed, you can't climb that beanstalk. But today, as we run up that stalk, you can hear us say, yes, I can. Suddenly, yes, I can. I had enough. No, you can't. I'm changing to yes, I can. I could zoom into the sky. Today I could out soup Superman if I try. Got the feeling I can do anything. Yes, I can. Linda Hands. Something that sings in my blood is telling me. Yes, I can. So goodbye. Yesterday, I can go all the way. Yes, I can. Visit DarylNet.com. Turbo Studios, Lisa Schmidt, to find easy links to everything we do. And thanks again for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. So goodbye. Yesterday, I can go all the way. Yes. I can get loud. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.
ಕೇಳಿದ್ರು 